1: dr barry here we here at the health and wellness collection podcast are always interested in hearing from our fans and our listeners if you have any information you want to send out to us or you have any questions you want to ask me or any of the uh, staff here please do not hesitate to reach out our email is dr barry at gmail.com that's dr BarryHealth, d-r-b-a-r-r-y h-e-a-l-t-h at gmail.com Also, you can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. And lastly, you can find us also on our blog, www.controlyourweight. That's spelled w number eight.com. And of course, you can always find me, Dr. Barry, on Instagram at Dr. and on Twitter at Dr. All one word. Again, thanks for listening to the Health of Wellness Collection podcast. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to any of those aforementioned uh, sites. Again, Dr. Barry, please enjoy the show. Hello, friends. Have you been looking for an awesome company to get amazing, natural, and holistic beauty products from? Well, if so, check out my friends over at iHeart-Nature.com. Formulated by clinicians, this company is really amazing. They have created some amazing brands of natural handmade premium soaps, body oils, and all sorts of amazing beauty products, all handcrafted by physicians and soap artisans based in the USA. Their turmeric soap is their best seller and has a cult like fan base. So, if you want some amazing soaps going to help brighten up your skin, clear up those blemishes, check out their turmeric soap. It's really one of a kind. Now, why choose iHeart Nature? because you heart nature too. Again, if you're looking for an amazing company providing some of the most high-quality beauty products on the interwebs, check out my friends over at iHeart-Nature.com. Again, iHeart-Nature.com. You won't regret it. Hello, guys. It's Dr. Barry here. Thank you for joining us today for another hopefully interesting episode of the Health of Wellness Section podcast. I'm here with a very special guest. Making it a very special episode, we're talking about something that's a little bit considered, you would say, taboo, if you will, in many cultures. But something that's extremely important that we need to really kind of focus more on, and that's the topic of sexual dysfunction. A lot of people out there who really cannot um, have, you know, enjoyable intercourse, be it due to extreme pain or erectile dysfunction or, or other issues. So. There's been, you know, a lot of people suffering from this, but not a lot of clinicians really approaching this area. And um, luckily, in my travels, I was able to find a very interesting uh, clinician. She's actually um, a doctor of physical therapy. Her name is Dr. Esther N. Amago, and uh, she's the owner of the Pelvic Place Physical Therapy uh, Women's Health Center, or actually not women's health, but she treats everybody, but she definitely focuses on women's health. And she's here with us today uh, to talk with us more about the topic of sexual dysfunction, Say hello to the podcast, Dr. Amago.
2: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, Dr. Barrington, for having me on your show.
1: Awesome. So thank you for joining us today. Um, you know, I really wanted to kind of kind of dive deep in some of these issues that a lot of people are suffering from and um, really want to kind of let the audience know more about you and kind of what you do. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us kind of what, you know, what about yourself kind of, first of all, where you're from, what are you up to, and as well as what made you kind of get into this whole profession of treating physical or sexual dysfunction?
2: Okay, so... Thank you very much for your introduction. So my name is Dr. Esther Mago I have my doctorate in physical therapy, and I specialize in women's health and pelvic floor dysfunctions. Um, I am originally from Nigeria, but I lived in Richmond, Virginia. I just moved to Texas, Houston, Texas, two years ago, a little over two years ago. I have my doctorate from Howard University. So um, in graduating, you have to write a thesis for you just have to write a thesis to be able to show things that you've done so i did my thesis on a female that had lower back pain she's had this back pain for a very long time and something interesting about the back pain is it became worse with sex um she said that deep thrust or when her husband penetrated a little bit deeper it would cause her to have increased pain and she would go now, from. quick question was
1: it the pain just from the intercourse or was there something in her pelvic area that was causing her pain or pressure as a result of sex like what was it that was causing her pain do we know so
2: the original thing was a car accident she was in a car accident where she was rear ended so she was hit from the back by another car um X-ray said she was fine, everything else said she was fine, but, um, and her pain had essentially gotten better with medication, but it it would get worse with intercourse. It would get worse with sex. She said her husband was a little bit larger. She'd always felt a little bit uncomfortable with sex in the past, Um, but she would just grin and bear it essentially. But after the car accident, it just became worse. Essentially, it was almost like the straw that broke the camel's back. So with her going from therapist to therapist and doctor to doctor, she would use this as an opportunity to say, hey, well, sex really hurts and sex hurts my back. And who knows if sex is really what was hurting her back. She may have just had sex to pain with sex to begin with. Yeah, it sounds
1: like it could be some, some pain with sex issues being like some local vaginal issues. Or she could have had nerve issues that could have been exacerbated with intercourse. But it's interesting how many people kind of have the attitude of just grinning and bearing it and that's actually a very common kind of mindset that many people have toward intercourse and sex in general and for that some people may just not be into it or there could be some physical ailments that are precluding people from actually getting into the, the mood if you will or because of these negative associations they're just not there so tell us you know kind of like you know some of the things you're doing to help patients let's say a lady comes in who may have uh, let's say sexual dryness or she's having Pain with intercourse. What are some of the things you would do for someone like that to help them kind of get over those issues, and you know maybe learn to enjoy it if if something that would happen.
2: Good question. That literally is about 60 to 70% of my population. So I'm treating lots of men and women, actually, women and men with sexual dysfunction. So my women are usually coming into me for like painful, um, pain with insertion, difficulty being able to actually insert the penis into the vagina, or increased vaginal dryness, or pain on one side versus the other, or inability to climax, things along those lines. Um, what I'm doing with them, first, I'm doing a lot of education, letting them know that it is okay to have this, it is okay that you have this and it's okay to seek treatment and that I am going to be able to help you um, reach your end goal of being able to have sex pain-free. Um, I have ultrasound machines, so I do therapeutic ultrasound, which increases the heat in the muscles, which allows the muscles to relax. I teach them about different types of lubricants. Um, I'm also looking into the muscle. I'm actually doing a vaginal examination or a penile or rectal exam for my male patients, but essentially with a vaginal examination, I'm going intravaginally. So where a physician would naturally be looking for a, um, a disease I'm actually looking at the function of the muscle so I'm having them contract the muscles and seeing if they contract effectively and bear it down and see if it bears down effectively and see essentially how the muscles are working I'm putting one finger in the vagina I'm having them to contract and relax around my finger I'm touching all the muscles inside the vagina literally every single wall in the vagina I'm assessing for pain Oftentimes, I do find pain, and if I do, I'm doing a trigger point release to that area. What does that mean, I'm sure you're asking. So a trigger point, yeah. So a trigger point release, essentially, is I'm finding the area in the vagina that causes pain, and I'm literally stretching and teaching them how to contract the muscle as I'm stretching against the muscle. So it's similar to having a knot on your shoulder, and you're moving your neck back and forth while someone's working that knot out of your shoulder. Essentially, this is what I'm doing intravaginally. Kind of, kind of, sort of, but it's more, um, it's more focused. Essentially, I'm focused on where their pain is, and it's more, it's also more functional opposed to a relaxing massage where you're just relaxing and enjoying it. Yeah. These are all Well,
1: I, I can see someone enjoying that, not to be crass, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's definitely very intimate kind of therapy, but I can see it's very important uh, therapy because, you know, if there is truly, like, a spec One thing we know in medicine in general is that the spa- muscle, when it spasms, can be extremely painful. That's actually the cause of most back pain. Like, for instance, I'm an ER physician, so I'll see people in the ER come in with complaints of severe pain. You will know, palpate, and there'll be a lot of knots there, a lot of tender, you know, nodes, which usually is associated with muscle spasms. Right. So, you know, the reality is, you know, the being that the vagina is, you know, essentially full of muscles and, you know, very, very musculature in, this, in nature, it's definitely going to be potentially, you know, area you can get spasms in which can be very painful so if that is a, an issue then you know a, a massage could definitely be very effective and help reduce pain so um so tell me how many patients are you seeing that actually have these kind of issues like muscle spasms down there or truly functional issues that
2: actually it's a lot it's more than we like to admit most of my patients, literally, I'll say about sixty to seventy percent, if not more, of my patients are coming in for painful intercourse, or painful, painful sex, or painful um, vaginal muscles in general. I actually saw a male today that have pain with ejaculation, so difficulty being able to release semen. Interesting. Yeah. So
1: that was like pain when they actually ejaculated, or couldn't get to that point because of the pain, or no, what actually was going on? He
2: has pain he ejaculates with arousal. Like, so when he, yeah, with arousal, he has abdominal pain, so stomach pain, and he has rectal pain as well. So he has pain in the abdominal muscles, pain in the back, and pain in the anus right. with an arousal. That's pretty and, disturbing. Right. <laughs> and he's,
1: I feel for that gentleman. But hopefully uh, you're able to treat him and get him to, you know, because that's something that, you know, as a, you know, speaking as a man here, not really a clinician, but, you know, arousal is something that happens <laughs> very frequently. So imagine having pain every time it happened. That could be quite distressing. So, right. you know, definitely something we need to, you know, figure out if that is, you know, truly, you know, something the gentleman suffering from.
2: Right. And the interesting thing about that patient is he's only 29. Oh, wow. So we like to think these things only happen to older males or older females and it's not a conversation that we would naturally have with our friends mm-hmm. or our parents or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So you can see how it can't it can easily be a shunned topic.
1: Absolutely. Uh, one thing, I actually remember a stat I just recently came across, actually researched for this show, that 5% of men of the age of 40 are actually Suffering from complete erectile dysfunction, so that's about 12 million guys running around here, completely unable to get an erection at right. the age of 40, which is very disturbing when you think about it. Right, especially with the whole, um, you know, not to be off topic, but the whole incel movement or the people who are really frustrated with with sexual relations with females it could very well be a sexual dysfunction issue that hasn't been addressed. And this is why, you know, this potentially could save lives. And I'm not trying to be silly here, but it's really serious how when people who aren't able to get sexual gratification can really get very kind of, they can channel energy in very harmful and negative ways.
0: Oh, of course. So it's very
1: important that, you know, if there's a sexual dysfunction that is addressed and treated so that person's going to have, you know, a normal quality of life, which, you know, sex is definitely part of that. So tell us more about kind of, the, the kind of the, the, the stats out there because the one thing I was really surprised about the number of people who suffer from these kind of issues like what have you seen in your research as far as people who are suffering from sexual dysfunction I'm sure that led to why you went into this field to begin with so if you could expound on that that would be uh, well
2: difficult. research shows that about 20 to 25% of women which is one out of every four one out of every five females have pain with intercourse or will have pain at one point in their life even more interestingly enough is that research shows that one, one to two percent of females actually have a vaginal orgasm, like a clear vaginal orgasm with sex. So yes. this whole pressure thing about oh, being able to reach your climax, most people don't.
1: So one to two percent, really, of all females. Yeah. I thought it was more than that. See, see I was thinking females would be kind of debating that, but if you're that's wow, one to two percent of women have vaginal, so as opposed to what clitoral clit- orgasm. Okay, so which that's are
2: the- usually just like oral sex mm. or stimulating the clitoris in general, mm-hmm. manually or whatever the case may be. Okay, uh, so just sex mm. orgasms men have it but women most women don't mm. and most women you'd be surprised a lot of women have difficulty even being able to enjoy it of course mm. or they feel ashamed that they're not able to reach lubrication or whatever the, whatever the case may be
1: so, so let me ask you so is it then are the, are the rumors true about uh what we call the quote unquote fake orgasm oh,
2: absolutely
1: <laughs> so men out here listen the women have been lying on us or lying on you actually <laughs> So quiz your female if she's uh, faking it all the time, try to figure out what's going on because there could be some real issues there. But that's pretty shocking, actually. So so tell me, so so despite that, that means that you should probably be having those people beating down your door for your help, I mean, assuming they know you exist, you know, which hopefully, you know, people will get more information from this show. But so, like, how many people come come to you and ask you, hey, I have these, you know, 20 years, 30 years, a long period of time of just having issues. And, you know, and you've been able to kind of, you know, give them some light on how to, you know, enjoy themselves within a course.
2: Okay. So most of my patients are coming to me from urologists and gynecologists. Um, So if you talk to your doctor and tell them that you're having some of these dysfunctions or this pain or just difficulty with arousal and sexual areas... They should be able to refer you to a pelvic physical therapist. Um, the Pelvic Place Physical Therapy is my new private practice. You can Google it at the Pelvic Place Physical Therapy or just go to my website, the thepelvicplacept.com. The, the
1: Actually, guys, they're giving me an alert from the back that we have to wrap up for the first half. So let's wrap this up. We're going to come back right after the break and talk more with Dr. Esther Imago and sexual dysfunctional. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Collection podcast. It's your host, Doctor Barry, here again with the second half of the show with our special guest, Doctor Esther Amago, the owner of the Pelvic Place Physical Therapy, an expert on treating sexual dysfunction and other issues with um, people who have you know problems in those areas. So, again, thank you for joining us back for this uh, you know podcast. Tell us, Doctor Amago, what are some of the kind of kind of Cultural issues you've had to overcome dealing with patients. I'm sure some people who are embarrassed, or I know you get referrals too. So maybe it's already kind of already discussed prior to them coming to you. But has anyone kind of you know kind of had some issues? Kind of really ex- kind of really going into detail regarding some issues they're having, and if they do, how do you kind of deal with that?
2: Okay, so some of the cultural differences, like I said, most of my patients are coming to me from their urologist or their gynecologist. Mm-hmm. Most of my patients, in terms of race, they're usually um, more Caucasians. Mm-hmm. I find that I haven't really been able to um, get as much of the diversity as I would like because culture- I find that a lot of cultures are not as Ready and willing to accept these types of topics, they think is kind of taboo. Mm -hmm. I find that a lot of people think, "Well, okay, I'll just deal with it at home," or "I just won't even have sex at all." Um, Specifically, I won't get into specifics, but I have had some Africans. I'm Nigerian, Mm -hmm. so some of the Nigerian males that I've seen, they've been coming to me post prostatectomy, and then I'll ask, "Like, so how's sexual function for you?" I already know that it's not well because after a prostate, um, Mm -hmm. after prostate cancer, erection is one of the things that you lose. so then they'll find that way they'll tell me that but then they also find a way to tell me well i wasn't really having a lot of sex before i'm like okay why not oh it's just hasn't been as strong as it could be or my wife doesn't want to do it because she said it's dry or she just is not interested so we just kind of stopped so it's kind of interesting whereas other races they'll say hey this is a part that's not working well in my life I want to get it addressed. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more of a shame thing. Yeah
1: I think there's a lot of shame related to it. People just feel embarrassed they don't want to really talk about it and it's funny because there's a lot of you know on the other spectrum some really sophisticated techniques to get folks to have erections be pumps or implants or all kinds of things so people are definitely working on it but I guess some other groups may be kind of embarrassed or due to their cultural kind of uh, um, inclinations, they're potentially, you know, kind of uncomfortable talking about that right. with uh, with anyone, really. So, you know, I think getting over that is a big deal for a lot of patients. And, uh, you know, I figured, you know, and one thing I will say, guys, if you check my Instagram, you'll get a quick brief look at the clinic. It's a very homely, very comfortable environment here. So I'm sure people who are kind of feeling a little bit, at, at, you know, nervous will probably be, you know, a lot more relaxed once they get in and meet Dr. Abago, really kind of, you know, able to talk in detail regarding kind of their issues so so i think that's you know very helpful as far as the environment here but what other techniques do you use like do you get patients to like kind of do any kind of psychological assessments or maybe really kind of do more social evaluations regarding some of the issues they're having or is it just purely physical therapy you're kind of focused on with your with your side
2: i'm pretty well, with me, I'm pretty much focused on the physical aspects of their body. Okay. Um, I do refer to psychiatrists okay. and psychologists, and I always tell them about the benefits of meditation, so mm. I do common mechanisms with them in sessions, awesome. but I'm really focused on the things that I specialize in. So I'm working on the pelvic floor muscles, being able to relax your vagina, being able to contract your penis, being able to have intercourse without pain when you get home, or being able to walk up and down without having pain shooting pain in your rectum. I had a patient like that before. So, is these are complex things that people deal with on a day-to-day basis but they don't feel comfortable talking about it because it's not as accepted as saying I sprained my ankle, you mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. Um
1: you said I sprained my vaginal muscle. It's not going to be. <laughs> not
2: it's not as accepted. It's
1: it a little differently. Right. Or say my penis
2: hurts. Like, no one really talks about <laughs> you this. You
1: said that in the conversation, you probably get a lot of crazy looks and people probably stop talking to you. So right. that's part of the, the pressure. See, I feel you guys who are having the dysfunction. You know, don't, you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there like you. So don't feel embarrassed. The key is, I think, finding, uh, you know, a specialist. You know, I wouldn't recommend talking to your friends because you may be the butt of jokes, unfortunately. But there's <laughs> the people butt, who are, who get are it? Very <laughs> 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 Not to make a joke either. But it's a very serious topic, despite right. the fact we're laughing. Ignore that. It's a very serious topic. And I think it's important that, you know, people kind of get past the shame part because, you know, unfortunately people are using, you know, shame as a reason to not do things that you know, they would otherwise enjoy. So I guess another question for you, Dr. Margot. So when you're treating... Um, Your females, Um, How many of them are are having issues, you know, physically as far as having, you know, true muscle spasms? And how many of them are actually having more, you know, emotional or social issues, like maybe ex-rape victims, things like that? Do you see any of those issues as far as causing them having trouble with intercourse?
2: Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. They all go hand in hand. So emotional abuse, physical abuse, and sexual Mm -hmm. abuse, they all do go hand in hand. So I have patients that have been past victims of rape and they have pain. Well, I had a patient that had left a tampon in her vagina for too long and she had difficulty pulling it out and now she has pain with intercourse. She hadn't had sex with her husband in like two, three years. I have people that have all sorts of things. Um, The things that we do for them, Cold Light Laser Therapy, Mm. it's a laser that goes on and in the vagina Mm -hmm. and it helps to expedite healing, which means it rushes the the healing process. It helps get them better faster. We do electrical stimulation for men Mm -hmm. that helps increase the penile penile erections Mm -hmm. and helps increase their strength in the pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. Um, It helps increase circulation. It helps decrease pain. We do that around the the penis, Mm -hmm. around the anus, around the lower abdomen, whatever area Mm -hmm. that I feel like might need the most benefit in that Mm -hmm. session. Mm and and one Go thing ahead. I
1: will say, guys, like I've, I've been in the clinic here. If you check the Instagram, you'll see more video on the kind of the things she has. She has a very sophisticated set of tools that are really kind of really designed to really help with what she's actually saying. So there's not some sort of, you know, fly-by-night shop here. This is actually a very well-equipped um, facility. So, you know, you'll definitely get a lot of um scientifically proven treatments to help you kind of get over some of the issues you're dealing with, especially if there's some physical dysfunction there that she can address with her, with her tools. So we'll continue. What are some other therapies or things you offer here that, you know, help patients in the area you're, you're you're addressing.
2: Okay. So similar to acupuncture, I'm dry needling certified. So essentially, instead of going, instead of doing a muscle release technique with my finger, I can use a dry needle. Um, It sounds intimidating. I promise you it's not. So literally I'm putting a needle into the taut muscle, which was the type painful muscle. And I do that enough to be able to actually see a spasm release. Uh, My patients love it. I use this. I actually even use this on my pregnant patients. It's that safe. So it's easy. It's effective. It gets you great results. Um, I do biofeedback, EMG biofeedback, where I connect the patient's bottom, like either their vagina or their rectum or their penis or whatever muscle I'm working with, I actually connect that to um, electrodes, which are little strings that go to my computer, and I can see how functional their muscles are. So I can see how well you can contract. I can see how well you can relax. I can see if you're having pain. I can see if you're having spasms, and we can talk through it together and say, okay, well, let's see how we can decrease this pain, and we can actually see the muscle tension relaxing on the computer screen then and there and it gives patients more confidence because you can see that you're getting better
1: yeah absolutely and that's definitely important especially if you can actually have she actually has devices that can measure muscle tension so yeah. it's very something you guys should quantify not just kind of you know general statements so you know it's a very impressive setup here guys so definitely you know if you talk with Dr. Margo, you clear she she's a professional in this area, so it won't be anything sleazy or uncomfortable. So, no, of course not. Totally, definitely feel um, you know embarrassed if you definitely meet with Doctor Amaga, the public face physical therapy. So, so tell us, you know, you know, we're kind of about to close out the show, but is there kind of any kind of you know tips as far as you know things that people can do you know at home? Because one thing I did, one thing I did read up when I was doing research for this show is that it seems like Kegel exercises can be very effective for a lot of these issues, especially when it comes to incontinence issues or even um, pelvic floor dysfunction. So tell us more about Kegels, your opinion of them, like kind of what you think their purpose is kind of in treating some of these issues, if at all, or kind of, you know, what your opinion basically on the whole topic of Kegels.
2: So it's actually interesting that you asked me about Kegels. So a lot of people, they come in and they think, okay, Kegels are the answer.
1: Well, I, I said Kegels, so I'm obviously no, incorrect. No, it's okay. You, it's you can say it either <laughs> way. Kegels is actually the correct
2: Tomatoes, tomatoes, all the same. <laughs> all right, but, so um, Kegels, everybody. about Kegels. Go ahead. <laughs> so a lot of people, they come in and they think the Kegels are the answer. But in actuality, Kegels are basically you contracting and relaxing your pelvic floor muscles. It's intended to focus on the contraction. That's great if we're trying to increase the strength. But a lot of people, let's say if you're coming in for pain with sex. You don't want to increase the strength. That's you true. want to do That's down true. training. You want to relax the strength. So you need the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Or if you're having urinary um, incontinence. If you pee when you laugh, cough, or sneeze. A lot of people think it's normal. It's not normal. Mm-hmm. Kegels can help that. So we need to strengthen the pelvic floor. Um, One thing I
1: did see about Kegels, and correct yes. me if I'm wrong, okay. they can help strengthen the erectile strength. Oh, of course. Right? So it helps increase strength. Screw those little pills that are selling on the, on the YouTubes and the little <laughs> TV commercials. Kegels can definitely do wonders for improving your strength with erection. So, if you're having issues with that, consider doing Kegels every day, and I'm sure your partner will be uh, appreciative. So, yeah. go ahead.
2: In terms of that, I read literature that says Kegels, like Kegels with a pelvic floor physical mm-hmm. therapist, is more effective in increasing your erection and your endurance with sex mm-hmm. than your Cialis or your Viagra. Really because with Public floor physical therapy. We're actually physically working with those muscles. Mm-hmm. We are teaching you how to do your Kegel exercises if that's what we prescribe for you. And we're also giving you equipments and tools that's going to help you get to your goal faster, like your ultrasound, your laser, your electrical stimulation, your EMG biofeedback where you can actually see how well the muscles are working. And that way you get results immediately. Mm-hmm. And
1: I was going to say, quick aside on the Cialis of Viagra thing, I'm sure, especially my American listeners, if you're uh, you know in India or you know somewhere else, you'll probably have a lot cheaper access to medication, but I here, Seattle and Vargas are extremely expensive. expensive. So yeah. I'm talking about thousands a month, literally. So Kegels can literally save you thousands, especially if you still want to have intercourse. So you need to definitely learn more about Kegels. And, you know, the one thing about Kegels is a very simple exercise. You can Google YouTube or check out how to do it. But, of course, it's always better to work with a
2: Pelvic therapist. Physical therapist. So
1: <laughs> if you're in the Houston area, you can definitely check out Dr. Imago. And, yeah. you know, it's just very kind of impressive how simple exercises, if done correctly, can actually help improve your health to the point where you're really not needing medication because that's where you people can lose a lot of money in their health care.
2: Right and in terms of being done correctly that is actually the key. Mm -hmm. A pelvic physical therapist is going to make sure that you're doing your exercises correctly. I tell my patients there's nothing worse than being diligent in doing an exercise incorrectly. You don't want to (laughs) be diligently doing your exercises wrong. Find a pelvic physical therapist come to me at the pelvic place physical therapy and I'll actually assess your muscles make sure you're contracting and relaxing the right muscles making sure you're you Using your muscles to the best of your abilities, and teaching you extra tips and skills to implement or to add to your daily activities to get you the results that you need faster.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, again, Dr. Marga, thank you so much for um, you know having us here. I'm actually on site here at the at the clinic, and you know really impressed by the environment. Um, again, to check the Instagram, we're gonna have more videos for you guys to check out. Um, again, thank you for tuning into the Health of One session podcast. It's a hopefully informative show for you. If you have any. Further issues, or you want to, let's say, reach out for Dr. Amago and understand, you know, more about what she does or where she's at. You want to tell us your socials, by the way. You oh,
2: you more? can follow my business page at on Instagram. It's the Pelvic Place PT, like physical therapy PT. Um, that's on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at the Pelvic Place Physical Therapy or Dr. Esther Amago, um, and you can also follow my general page on Instagram Ms underscore Esther. And if you want to come to my office, I'm located in Houston, Texas, in the Museum District. The address is 2 Chelsea Boulevard, Houston, Texas. Um, give us a call. My phone number is 713. 713- Three four four zero eight three eight, and do I can answer your questions on the phone or via email.
1: Yeah, do you do any kind of like um, Skype conferencing or kind of video conferencing at this point or what's the status on that? With the, uh...
2: I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I offer treatments in my office and I also offer concierge PT as well. Mm-hmm. So if you can't come to me, I can come to you and oh, I'll see. bring all of my equipment. I like seeing the patients first and mm-hmm. then I can teach you things mm-hmm. that you need to do based on what I know you already can do. If that's not an option, then of course I can teach you things on the phone, but you get the best results if I can actually see the muscles, touch the muscles, and make sure you're doing what you should be doing.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, so again, uh, hopefully, you guys got some out of the show. Um, I know I did. I want to thank Dr. Margo again for, um, you know, amazing uh, practice, was her time on the show. Again, if you have any questions, guys, you can always reach out to Dr. Margo, as she said, with her previous information. Also, don't forget, you know, you can also reach out to us as well. We can uh, forward your information to her as well so again any other um, anything else you want to um, close out the show with Dr. Margo before we closing words uh, for, the, uh, for the folks
2: pelvic physical therapies pelvic physical therapists are needed entities in your life find a pelvic physical therapist talk to them about your vaginal concerns talk to them about your penis concerns talk to them about sex talk to them about things that you know that you've always wanted to ask about but have never felt comfortable asking that is our job we're here to serve you we want you to get the most out of your life whether it's your sex life or otherwise call us today
1: awesome awesome thanks a lot so again Thanks for listening, guys, to the Health and Wellness Collection Podcast. Your host, Dr. Barry, here. Again, don't forget to reach out if you have any questions for the show. Um, again, of course, it's seek find me on Instagram at, at Dr. Barry MD. Also, we can check out check out our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. And last but not least, we have a uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, um, WW, uh, sorry, at Dr. Barry Tech Doc. Again, Dr. Barry here. Thanks for listening. Until next time, peace.
0: Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Podcast. For more info, check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash next level weight loss. Our show can also be found on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash HW Connection. Lastly, for any inquiries, email us at drberryhealth at gmail.com. Until next time.